Welcome to another episode of Leadership Dynamics. Good morning. So we woke up to snow this morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was, I was gorgeous. All, I was all set to bring the bike home on Wednesday. Oh, gorgeous out yesterday. Snow was gone. We mm -hmm. had a nice rain. Yep. I was ready to go. Yep. And then we woke up to this. And this. And then on the way here, Kim created a new word called snowmoblower. So <laughs> we now have snowmoblowers. I'm not sure what that is oh, or how that works. It's a cross between snowmobiling and snowblowing. Oh. So we well, could I see one create a snowmoblower. A snowmoblower. I really think that we found a niche. <laughs> All right. Before we snowmoblower any more snow in this podcast, let's uh, let's get into it because we're talking we're talking leader mindset today. So we will do our best to keep it at our. 15, at our 15 minute minutes ish yeah. i'm gonna yeah. go ish today yeah because this is a deep one it is and it it this plays off of our own mission which is yes. fighting for the highest potential of people culture and business yes and so you know leader mindset is what we believe that people don't really think about primarily when becoming an entrepreneur this leader mindset is like this is this is a huge huge deal so if you are your own C-suite, if you're beginning your own business, if you know somebody beginning one, or if you're in it, like if you've been in it for a year or two and sometimes you just can't see past your own nose or sometimes you feel the pressure of what it feels like to actually be a business owner, lean into this one. Um, and well, I'm sure that we'll fill in the gaps as we go, but. And really, when it, when it boils down to it, really you're the CEO of your own life so yep. and we kind of talked about this yesterday I mean every you are a leader everybody's a leader in some form or fashion mm -hmm. because you have to lead yourself so you know these aren't just meant for positional leaders this is the relationships yeah leadership is much bigger than positions and influence. Mm -hmm. Yep. So fight for the highest possible good in the lives of those that you lead. So I'm going to read the description of the tool and then we'll discuss a little bit at the end of this. The most important skill set for any leader looking to build a healthy and high performing team is to be a good coach for their people. Not only has this been our experience, but it's been proven through extensive research from both Google and Gallup along um, with others. In fact, Google's Project Oxygen Research, which ranked the top 10 behaviors that defined high-performing leaders, found being a good coach to be the number one most important skill above all else. But to be a great coach and a great leader, we must be for our people. It starts with a mindset. We call this leader mindset. And that's why at the top of the tool, written in green, is a rallying cry to remind us of what a healthy mindset looks like. It says fight for the highest possible good in the lives of those they lead. Always start with this simple mindset and attitude to check, orient, to check to orient yourself and your people. Then follow the simple coaching framework outlined below to guide you in leading your people consistently and effectively. Step one is to consider what specific support and challenge each individual needs from you. Leadership is not a one-size-fits-all. We must collaborate our behavior 
to each unique individual we lead. Ooh, there's a lot to that. Remember that piece. Step two and three takes the broader context of their role into consideration, helping us align our expectations and what we ask of them with the big picture strategies for how we win as a team and as individuals. Step four is challenge, challenges us to not simply critique what we think our people are doing wrong, but in the mindset of being for them, consider what they are doing that might be undermining their own influence, growth, and performance. Then it's our job to help them see those things and through support and challenge, call them up to a higher level of performance. Finally, step five, five builds upon the previous steps and requires us to think strategically about what the next level looks like for each of our people, and then to be proactive in how we can help them get there. Far from simply being a boss, quote unquote, liberating leaders, leadership and coaching is more like climbing a mountain, as the picture indicates in the tools. It's tough and it requires us to constantly be going ahead of our people, helping clear the path, like snow blowing, <laughs> and then reaching back to help them climb the mountain with us. It's tough, but it's worth it, and you're not alone. The Leader Mindset Tool gives you a simple, scalable coaching framework that you can use to be a great coach to anyone you lead. Use it daily to help you set the standard in both mindset and process for how you build leaders worth following in your team. Wow. All right. Okay, go back to that section. I'm going to go back to number one. Step one is to consider what specific support and challenge each individual needs from you because it's not a one-size-fits-all. The support challenge is the piece I was picking up on there because as leaders, so often in my experience, the leadership that I've had, had struggled with support challenge. Like challenge wasn't healthy challenge. Well, it was more defense because they didn't understand. They really didn't understand what you Correct. were bringing to their and, attention. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect them or diss them. It's. It's. It has nothing to do with that. They just. You know, people don't know what they don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So. And I, and I didn't probably know the proper verbiage or definition or yep. description back then. I just knew it didn't feel right. right. Like I shouldn't be left feeling this way. Frustrated. Right. Yeah. So when they sat there and I would get what they were trying to attempt with support and challenge was more of a negative connotation. It didn't. It wasn't high support, high challenge by any means of the word. No, I would say that they probably just shut you down. Yeah. Well, often. Yes. Often. And, and that's partly because I don't... My brain operates way faster than my mouth. <laughs> that's a good... Yes. That's... Okay, that's true because your number one voice is creative. So. Correct. So for, you know, creative is he sees the future like way beyond me and can reverse engineer it in half the time. But to get it out and process through it verbally takes time. Yes. You need to be asked the right questions to get you there. And when he gets there, trust me folks, it is magic that comes from his thought process. 
and people don't know how to use it to their advantage. So think about that. So mm -hmm. think about that in your teams. Yes. Think about that in your relationships. Mm -hmm. If you don't know these key pieces of, of how the five voices really intertwine and how it really is the communication code. Because mm -hmm. hmm. I can't tell you how many times that when I was speaking through my, throughout my leadership, especially early on, it was, I thought I was bringing support to my people. I thought I was bringing healthy challenge to my people. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand what it was to be on the other side of me. I just thought right. everybody spoke like I did and yes. thought like I did. Yes. And that's yeah. not true. Same, same. Because I'm only, what, 9% of the population? Yeah. you're, yes. So in a room of 100 people, only 9 of us are going to understand each other. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you it's a great segue actually for it's for the for the 2 and 3 that takes a broader context of 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 their role into consideration so helping us align our expectations with what we ask of them and the big picture strategies for how we win as a team and as individuals. Expectations. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I mean, how are how is a team supposed to move towards something if they don't know what the expectation is? Well, you know what you want from them. Correct. So you have but, to be able to communicate that effectively. Well, and that's what we're doing, breaking that communication code, <laughs> right? One step at a time, one inch at a time, and we all have an approach and different paths to get there. So let's all yes. get on the same path and let's be this Sherpa context, right, of leader goes first, we pave the way, we make it safe, um, and then we help those up to come up with us and create the same thing, that kind of duplication. Right. So in number four, that step four challenges us to not simply critique what we think our people are doing wrong, but in the mindset of being for them, consider what they are doing that might be undermining their own influence, growth, and performance. So how many times have you had a bad conversation with yourself about some, okay, perfect example, creative. How many times have you sat there when you've been, you know, discarded in the room what did you immediately start telling yourself that i'm not good enough yes and that maybe i'm not cut out for it yes exactly so to our listeners it happens to all of us every single one of us even as good as we get even you know how many times have we said we've quit doing well, this business two thousand times yeah. okay because At we least. get in those moments of that self-talk, the self-mindset, and we start undermining our own influence to ourselves, and well, it can stagnate you. And how many times have we been in front of leaders that we've looked up to, mm -hmm. and when we get into heavy conversations, we realize that there's, they struggle with the same thing. Yes. So nobody's immune. No, absolutely not. It doesn't not. matter how successful you are. Nobody's nope. immune to these soft skills. And you're always going to have a different audience, whether yeah. it's your, your children, because they're still growing and changing and becoming who they're going to be as adults. So you're, you're always getting a changing audience with your kids, with right. your spouses, because they deal with other people during their days and they're bringing that home to you and they don't always know how to communicate that. And then you yourself, you know, either being a CEO, being, you know, your own C-suite for your new company you're going to grow in and out of people as seasons go and you're going to have different committees and different people that you're working with. So 
it's constantly evolving and changing, but you have to remain the constant because you are the common denominator in every relationship that you have. It doesn't matter. Well, and that's a great segue to a thought that I've been having a lot of because the whole coaching industry, mm-hmm. it, it there's a lot of really good coaches out there and there's a lot of really poor coaches out there. Yep. And there's a lot of really mediocre coaches. Mm-hmm. So... And because it's becoming such a large industry now, people are really struggling with, do I really need a coach? So I just want to leave Mm. our listening audience with this, okay? Take every single coach out of professional sports or collegiate sports or high school sports and tell me how long that team is going to function and how far it's going to go in the season. That's a great point. Because it's not. And you were talking about how you have to be the common denominator. Mm-hmm. You have to be the steady. You're the constant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what a coach is. Yeah. A coach is that constant. A coach is that one that brings the high support, high challenge. Mm-hmm. It's not that we as coaches have magic pills or have knowledge outside of the norm. It's just we get educated and trained in how to ask right questions and how to guide because everybody already has 99.9% mm-hmm. of the answers in them mm-hmm. but when you're in the middle when you're in the middle of the storm it's really hard to see the sun yeah yeah that's a that's a great point i really never thought of the you need to bring more sports analogy into this because sports guy Um, yeah, we need, you know, I don't think you probably even realized how many life lessons were in being, you know, semi-pro football and being a coach of football players that you would ever use that moving forward into actually coaching, you know, high level C-suite, high performing people. But you are the, you are the constant, but if you don't have a coach and that's why a lot of professional athletes, I'm going to get off on a tangent, lose when they get away from because they don't have a coach to put on parameters and boundaries and to keep them going in the right direction. You're not, their coach is not there to bring them to higher levels of performance that are individual based because we've always been team playing. So both are really, really important. So let's go on to step five because we're almost out of time. But it's, you know, it's upon the previous steps that require us to think strategically about the next level and what it looks like to our people. So all of the things that we just talked about, one through four, wrap into number five, far from simply being a boss, you know, liberating leadership and coaching is more like climbing a mountain. The word boss should just go. Well, it was in quotes, but it's meant it's meant for context to our listeners of I, what everybody knows a boss is, I right? I understand that. But not everybody knows what a liberating leader is no, because nobody's had it. Correct. Or if they have, they have remembered it because I've had liberating leaders in my life. I'd had amazing coaches just like you. Mm-hmm. You know, I had amazing leaders in the military that I think of fondly. And I, you know, I don't remember the boss. So that word is definitely meant to remind you of what not to be. And that liberating piece of doesn't mean that you get to let people walk all over you. It means that you're still in control and confident, but you're, you are expressing 
expectations and helping them get there, not just having expectations, actually helping them get there and becoming the most healthy that they can be. Right. Exactly. And we're going to so, let it, we're going to wrap it up right there because that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That is our leader mindset. <laughs> and we could go on forever on this one. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening and we will see you all on our next episode. Love y'all. Bye. Or other leadership tools and resources, visit our website at rewireddynamics.com.